You are now listening to Catch These Vibes with Charmonique. Welcome to Catch These Vibes. This is Charmonique, your host, and you're listening to episode 92. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to start this episode off with small talk because it's been a while since I just talked and about whatever was on my mind. I've been getting straight into the topics in the last couple episodes, so I wanted to make this one a little bit, you know, relaxed, you know, we're not going to rush into things, we're going to ease into things, you know, just just bring it back a little bit to to our roots, to how we really get down over here on Catch These Vibes, you know. So, what have I been doing? Like, what's, what have I been up to? How have I been feeling? How's my love life? Uh, let's just get into those things. Why don't we, you know, shall we? Okay, we shall. So love life. <laughs> Do y'all know that I stopped talking to this person? Well, okay, we're not going to say I stopped talking to him solely because of this. I mean, we mutually just haven't hit each other up. It, You know, it takes two. But yeah, I I'll say this, though. I was a little turned off. I was turned off because while we're texting, okay, we're texting and instead of him saying I'm, he said am. And it didn't happen one time. It continuously happened. And I just couldn't, I just, it just bothered me a lot. And I wanted to correct him so badly. Like, dude, do you know that I'm and am are two different words? dramatic pause like you know that right they're pronounced differently different spelling you know just different I you know that there's a difference right like I I really wanted to say that of course nicer than that but it was it's I just couldn't stop thinking about it but so like I said me and him ain't talking anymore um not because of that but just we just aren't you know and to be completely honest, he probably had a girlfriend or he probably had a, a baby mom that he was still dealing with because he kept saying he kept telling me that I was a bad influence. And I just didn't understand why he was saying that. It's kind of like when when men say, oh, you're going to get me in trouble. Oh, you 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 trouble. It's been said that when a man says that. You can ask Twitter, too, but. If you don't believe me, but when a man says that, it's because he has a girlfriend and he's about to cheat. So, him telling me I was a bad influence just wasn't a good sign either. Because it's like, well, why are you telling me that? I I'm actually a good influence, so I'm not really understanding, sir, Mister, Mister, Mister Guy, Mister Am instead of I'm. So yeah, he's he's like not even a thought anymore but that wasn't the guy that I most recently was having a conversation with so I just you know told you guys about him but I'm not talking to him he hasn't texted me I haven't texted him and that's just that on that and I know it's probably not good to to approach dating that way but you know you just you like what you like and you like what you don't like you don't like what you don't like and and it, it's just, it is what it is, you know? 
you set whatever boundaries you want to set. If someone says something that you don't like, I mean, depending on how much you like the person and just is just how the situation goes, it can really determine like how long you and that person communicate. Um, but since I haven't heard from him and I haven't reached out to him myself, I think it's safe to say that that ship has sailed. Work work has been going fine. Um, same old, same old. Not getting paid enough. Um, but, you know, it's work. And I work at home. And I love working from home. I love my schedule. I work 6.30 to 3. So I, I love getting off early. I love being able to work from home and not have to drive in traffic. You know, so it's just the little things that I'm just, you know, holding on to that's making me feel grateful and and just happy that I have a job. But, uh, of course, it's not, it's not perfect. But it is what it is. It's work. Um, what else? Um... Halloween's coming. I I wanted to I, I told you guys that I wanted to carve some pumpkins. Um I think I waited too late and I haven't seen any pumpkins at the stores that I've been to. So hopefully I could find some and I might do the pumpkin carving just for fun um this weekend. I don't know, but I'm definitely gonna make some cookies and decorate some. And see if I can get my son to do it with me. We'll see how that goes, though. I'm not going to take it personal if he doesn't want to. I mean, I'm just, I'm I'm so cool with just doing things by myself. It's, it's fine. I'm accepting it. It's just the way life, you know, happens at times. Things change, rearrange, and next thing you know, you're just doing everything by yourself. And I understand it's just the way of life. The circle of life and it's okay you know going to the movies by myself and <laughs> doing other things it's fine I'm fine really it's like who are you trying to convince girl I'm trying to convince myself that's who I'm trying to convince but nah um so yeah that's gonna be interesting I really want to dress my dog up for Halloween, so I have to, I still, I'm doing everything so last minute, I should have been, got her a costume, I mean, Halloween's coming up in a couple of days, like, what are you waiting for, but I, I don't know, I'm one of those people that does shit last minute sometimes, so I watched the first episode of season five of Insecure, and I loved it, I really enjoyed it, I love the way, the direction that the season is going in already, like, they are starting it right getting into the shits and I love that so takeaways I love how Molly is coming she's genuinely showing Issa that she wants their friendship to be fixed she's showing her that she cares she's listening and I just love to see it because at the end of the day I would love for them to be able to come back stronger and better than ever Um, because you know those friendships are rare and we all need that we all need that type of friendship that Molly and Issa had or have um I just feel like you know when life happens to us shit happens we have differences and we have to work 
through those things and just putting in the effort to work through it shows that that it means something to you so I would love I love the fact that they're kind of showing us that they are going to be working on that relationship and fixing things right off the bat in episode one Lawrence and Issa they got right to the shits Issa told Lawrence that she had been thinking and that was the cue for them to split because of this condola shit so right into the shits Issa is choosing herself and I'm here for it so we gonna continue to talk about the way the rest of the season goes one of the things that I wanted to talk about so it just it all kind of connects so I'm gonna bring everything full circle so I watched the crown I had no interest in learning about the royal families and what they were all about and I just I didn't really care to be honest I didn't really care and so I've always heard people talk about the show of course I've always seen it and especially when this this previous season came out that where they introduced um Diana and that's what I really wanted to get to that's the part I really wanted to get to but there's four a total of four seasons and they don't introduce Diana into the fourth one so I had to go through the one two and three and it was it wasn't bad like I really enjoyed the show the the writing is really good the way that they retell these stories retell history I, I I really enjoyed it very much so when I got to season four where they introduced Princess Diana it was just so sad just to see how how they treated her and everything that she experienced like that was so heartbreaking but prior to that I I can't remember exactly what season it is it's probably either one or two but there's um there's just this part in in the in the show where the queen queen elizabeth she's just figuring out like man there were so many things that i wanted to do with myself and with my life and now here i am in this position of power and i have other things that i much rather be doing like i i would rather be hunting and and training and riding horses like she was just talking about how she really had other things planned for her life and it was just so it was so weird because as I'm watching that episode I I got on Twitter and I seen this tweet and it says I saw an article called make peace with your unlived life and it really made me stop and think so much of our lives is mourning for what we didn't become. It's a waste. We didn't waste any opportunities. What came and went was meant for us. You have so much to offer as the person you are right now. You're only forgetting that. So I thought it was, I don't know, things. it always happens to me like that. Like things just connect and it just connects perfectly. Here I am watching the show where she's talking about the unlived, life that she she is realizing that she didn't get to live and then I seen that tweet talking about the same thing and it just was like wow it just really hit home for me because 
I often feel like that sometimes. Like I think about the unlived life, you know, but not really thinking and 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 acknowledging the life that I have now, the person that I am now. That's what's important. That's what we we have to focus on and what we have to learn to love. We have to learn to love the person that we are today. Who we are right now is the person that we need to nurture and love and take care of. So I think that's a really important thing that, you know, we have to understand. And sometimes we need to be reminded that we've came a long way. And no, life may not be what you wanted it to be. It may not have turned out how you thought it was going to turn out. But it's your life. And maybe it's not so bad after all. You know what I mean? And of course, yes, we want better for ourselves. But I do believe that better will come. And we shouldn't waste time focusing on what we don't have what we're not doing we should take the time to think about what we do have and what we are doing and what we can do because there's potential for us to do so much more with ourselves and with our life but instead of like focusing on that where we are thinking about man I could have done this and oh I should be doing this and it's just like Don't worry about what you could have, should have been doing. Just think about what you want to do and what you need to do to make it happen. How, what moves can you make and take to get you to where you want to be, to get what you want out of life? What do you got to do to make that happen? So I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, what can I do? What am I doing wrong, first of all? What am I not doing that I need to be doing? What am I doing that maybe is a waste of time? You know, I've just been thinking about things like that. And I I just really love when you when you watch a show and you, you're able to take little things like that from from the show. And that's that show, just watching that episode, it really it really inspired me because a lot of it a lot of it um was new to me like again i didn't have i didn't know much about the royal families and how their life worked and and all that but just i was able to learn about um queen elizabeth and just her experience like she became the queen abruptly like she wasn't even prepared she wasn't ready for it and she was just expected to just be the queen and just look, just look, you know, royal and, and not really do much. So I, I really enjoyed the show and I just really loved, you know, just learning about her. I mean, these thing these people are, from my understanding, they're not likable people. Um, What they did to Princess Diana has just made them have a, I feel like in my eyes have a negative rep, have a bad rep to us people in America um, who really just love Princess Diana and what she stood for, what she represented. And um, that's 
that's all I knew was that Princess Diana was the good one. And, you know, they they fucked her over. That's as far as I knew. But watching the show, like, it really put everything to perspective. Like, the way that that, it's just the way that their lives are just arranged and they're they're not able to really live freely. That is so fucked up. It's sad. And now I see why people were so invested in the whole um, Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle um, shenanigans that were happening, I think. Was it this year? Yeah, it was this year. It was like, I think March, because that was when I was in Georgia. I remember everybody was talking about it. They did the, op- the Oprah interview. And I just understand why people care so much. Like, why did people, why were people so invested? But now I'm like, now I kind of, I get it. Because it's, these these are real life people. Like, this isn't just some show. These are real life people. And they have a whole different side of drama out there around their parts. Like, it's a different ball game. So, I don't know. I just feel like everything, I just get it now. I understand. So once if I see something, if I hear something, read something, I'm a, I'm gonna see why or I'm gonna understand why people be so interested and so invested in in these royal families. I cuz I didn't really get it. I just was like, why do people care so much? I just don't understand. But I understand now. So the next season of of The Crown comes out next year. And I'm be watching it because I really got to see um, how they how the story, the rest of the story goes and how they 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 play it out on the show, because I, I love the storytelling on that show. They really make you just understand each character or each person because they're not characters, they're real people. But it really shows you what they experienced, how they grew up and why they you know turn out to be the person that they are. And it's like you you don't like these people, but then you you do kind of like them. You kind of feel feel for them because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human. And and you just I mean, me personally, I, I just was really empathetic. To the to the people, to them, just based off of their life experience, it's just like, you know, people go through things and. And they are, their lives are a certain way. And when your back is against the wall and the only thing you can do is just continue to just go along with 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 the times. I feel like a lot of the times Queen Elizabeth was in that position. And so she had to make certain decisions. But at the same time, you they were able to go against the grain. So some, some of the family members did go against the grain. I ain't trying to go into it all deep like that, but I'm just, I really enjoyed the show and it just really made me understand them as people and not just these, you know, make believe fairy tale, you know, people that live in a different country that, you know, we don't really get taught about. Like we don't, I didn't learn about them and, I never heard shit about them. So it was very educational for me watching this show is all I'm saying.
And I just really took away the whole, the unlived life thing. That just really touched me. And that just made me, just made me think about my life and what I consider to be my unlived life. And if I let that, you know, affect me. So we have here 15 psychological facts that will blow your mind. Written by Glorin Santos. So number one, the Dunning-Kruger effect. In 1999, two social psychologists discovered something about intelligent people. They, intelligent people, rarely think they're smart. In fact, they often rank themselves way below average. On the other hand, people with low intelligence do the exact opposite. They almost always overestimate their rank by a long shot. The Dunning-Kruger effect basically proves the old adage ignorance is bliss let's say you're trying to learn how to draw when you finish your first drawing you'll probably think you're great at it but once you practice them and realize how much you don't know you won't think you're very good anymore this is why people with low intelligence often rate themselves so highly they don't understand how little they know number two remember remembering what's your earliest memory You might remember playing with your parents in the park or on one of your first birthdays, but can you actually remember that far back? Neuroscientists recently discovered that your memory looks, your memory works a lot differently than most people think. When you think back to that early memory, your mind isn't jumping back in time, it's remembering the last time you remembered. In other words, your memory is like playing on the telephone. Every time you re-remember something, it changes a little bit more. Eventually, you won't be able to tell what actually happened and what you added along the way. Wow. Okay, number three, music changes perception. The type of music you listen actually affects how you view the world around you. We all know that music can change your mood. An upbeat song can leave you feeling on top of the world, while a sad one can send you into a downward spiral. But that's not all. A 2011 study looked at whether or not music could affect the way you perceive your environment. Subjects were asked to identify happy and sad faces while different songs played. Turns out, people struggle to recognize happy faces during sad songs and vice versa. The music was making them see things that weren't there. It created something called a perceptual expectation. When you hear one thing through your ears, your brain will expect to see something similar through your eyes. This is why music can improve a workout or help after a breakup. It sets the tone by creating that perceptual expectation. Number four, foreign language logic. We all make bad decisions, but what if I told you that you could think more rationally if you do it in another language? A study from the University of Chicago found that people make more logical choices when using a second language. Our reasoning skills are, are divided into two parts, systematic and logical, unconscious and emotional. When you use your first language, you let the emotional side take over. Your biases and knee-jerk reactions cloud your judgment. When you use a less natural lang- language that r- rational side steps in you're forced to put more thought into what you say next time you're about to accept a new job or make a big purchase frame it in a different language 
then you'll know whether or not it's actually a good idea. Singing reduces anxiety. This is number five. Singing in the car or shower is a great way to fend off anxiety and depression. Let's say you're driving into work. You're about to give the most important presentation of your life. Naturally, you're a nervous wreck, so how can you keep yourself calm? Turn on your favorite song and sing as loud as you can. It sounds ridiculous, but singing floods your brain with endorphins and oxytocin. Both of them relieve stress and improve your mood. They make you feel comfortable while keeping your heart rate and cortisol levels low. And don't worry, you don't have to be good. Even if you're the worst singer in the world, like me, belting it can reduce anxiety and turn your day around. Number six, rejection hurts. Imagine you made a new friend over the weekend, but when you ask them to hang out a few days later, they blow you off. What does that feel like? To your brain, you might as well have been punched in the face. That's because our brains process emotional and physical pain the same, the same way. Both kinds of pain release the same chemicals and activate the same areas. If you've ever wondered why social rejection hurts so much, this is why. Number six, or actually number seven, that was number six. So number seven, Kenneth, Kenneth, no. Okay, this word is kind of whipping me right now. Kicking my ass. Canonical. Canonical? Perspective. Wait a minute. We're going to have to look it up real quick. Canonical. 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 Okay, canonical. There we go. Canonical perspective. Have you ever thought about how things look in your memory? In the 1980s, psychologists discovered that we remember almost all objects from the canonical perspective. That means we see things from the side and slightly above. If you don't believe me, try and draw a cup. Try drawing a cup on your mind. Did you draw one circle as though you were looking down on it, or did you draw it from the side and add an angle so you could just barely see inside? Well, there are a few individual exceptions you unconsciously see most objects from the exact same vantage point. Number eight, evolving anxiety. About 15 years ago, a study found that the average high school student was as anxious as the average psychiatric patient. In the 1950s, over the last few decades, mental health conditions like anxiety and mood disorders have become increasingly common. In fact, they're treated as a normal thing that if that study were conducted today, I'm sure the numbers would be through the roof. As humanity becomes more disconnected, stressed, and scared, it's more important than ever to pay attention to your mental health. Number nine, the negativity gene. What if negativity wasn't a choice? A 2013 study found that some people are genetically predisposed to negative thoughts. This means you automatically react with stronger negative emotions. In that study, researchers looked at how people with this gene reacted to various images. While most people enjoy pictures of waterfalls and beaches, people with the negativity gene found them dangerous and alarming. When shown a picture of a crowded room, 
they honed in on angry or sad faces. So if you're naturally negative or cautious person, you may have been born that way. Number 10, healthy sarcasm. Being sarcastic can actually improve the health of your brain. While sarcasm can be insulting, it's one of the most common signs of intelligence. Sarcastic people tend to be quick, witty, and creative. Their sarcasm may make them unlikable, but they excel at thinking outside the box. Biologically, sarcastic comments require quite a bit of brain function. You have to instantly understand tone, meaning, and perspective, then spin them in a way that makes something funny. This is why sarcastic people are so good at understanding abstract concepts and solving complex problems. 11. The power of sunlight. Have you ever noticed you feel down when you've been inside all day, but when you walk outside, your mood instantly changes? Sunlight isn't just good for your bones. It can actually prevent mood disorders like depression. The vitamin D you get from the sun acts as a mood stabilizer and releases pleasurable hormones in your brain. This is why people in countries with less sunlight are more likely to be depressed. All you need is 10 minutes of direct sunlight to literally and figuratively brighten up your world. Number 12, dopamine addiction. Why is it so easy to stare at your phone for hours on end? A recent study found that texting and social media trigger the release of dopamine in your brain. Dopamine is commonly associated with pleasure, but that isn't why you can't put your phone down. Dopamine plays another important role. It controls desire. It tells you when you want something and compels you to get it. This is what pushes you to keep talking, clicking, or scrolling. Each time you do, dopamine sends more pleasure signals to the brain. It's a dangerous cycle because the longer you let it go on, the harder it is to break. 13. The Oversleeper's Paradox After sleeping for 10 or 11 hours, how do you feel? You gave your brain plenty of time to relax and detoxify, yet somehow you feel tired, almost like you didn't sleep enough. Sleeping too much is just as detrimental as not sleeping enough. It will leave you feeling foggy and fatigued because it throws off your biological clock. Imagine you're trying to do a flip. If you don't flip enough, you fall. But when you flip too much, the same thing happens. You have to hit it just right. Sleeping works the same way. The only way to avoid feeling tired is to sleep the perfect amount. Reading faster, number 14. Have you ever wondered why newspapers use such thin columns? Years ago, publishers figured out that people like shorter lines. People were more likely to keep reading, so newspapers kept their lines between 30 and 50 characters. Since we like short lines better, shouldn't we read them faster too? Psychologists recently discovered the opposite. Short lines makes us read slower. 100 characters are actually the ideal line length, even though it's double or triple what most newspapers and magazines use. 15. Mood Sickness Being in a bad mood isn't just hard on your brain, it can significantly impact your physical health. Our bodies and brains are inexplicably tied together. When one suffers, the other does too. So when you're feeling unhappy, you might have aches, inflammation, and lower immune function. 
So if you can try to find ways to improve your mental state every single day, happiness is a big part of being healthy. Thank you for reading. Hope this was helpful. Well, I definitely found it to be helpful. I hope you guys did as well. I love coming across these articles that give us this information that can really help and provide different tools, different information that we may not have ever heard. Um, I, I just love coming across these things. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. So really quickly, we have to get into season three of you. Uh, I'm not going to like do a deep dive or, or whatever, but I did watch it. I watched it really quickly. I think I watched it within a day or two. Um, so it's super binge watchable and entertaining, unpredictable. Um, there is a lot of sex though. It was, it was more than usual. I feel like, I feel like it was heavily focused on Joe and Love's sex life. So because of that, there was a lot of sex talk. There was a lot of sex happening and yeah, there's that. So, but overall, I feel like the show is, is really entertaining. It's different. It's nothing else like it out there right now. It's funny. It's gruesome. It's, um, just so many things that I just really can't describe, but I love the show and this season did not disappoint. Um, the ending was super shocking for me because I was not expecting it to end that way at all. I was not expecting things to go that way. So prepare to be shocked. Maybe not as much as me, but I could be being dramatic. But I feel like it was some shocking shit. Shit. So I don't know, but I liked it. I enjoyed it very much. So, so check it out if you haven't already. What are you waiting for? All right, y'all, that will be the end of this episode. This has been episode 92. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave us a rate, a review on whatever podcast player you are listening. Check out Good Pods if you haven't already. It's a great app that allows you to interact with your favorite podcasters and see what they're listening to, which is really cool because it just gives us this different way to network and interact that I feel like no other app is really giving us right now. So yeah, check it out. Good pods. And yeah, thank you again for tuning in next week. I think we're going to talk about this documentary that I came across and watched and enjoyed and it kind of left me shook. It was, um, it's called What Happened, Brittany Murphy. So we're going to talk about that next week. I didn't want to shove it into this episode because I just really wanted to talk about it in length. So next week, look out for that. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. Love, peace, and hair grease.